Thanks so much for checking in. You are now listening to Keeping It Real with Redley Rail. I am your host, Redley Rail, Sherell, Shirley, Shirelly, all the many names, but no, it's only one. Sherell, this is Redley Rail. Hey, make sure you follow me on Instagram at so underscore STL. That's my personal IG. And then the business IG for the podcast is keeping it real underscore Redley Rail. Redley Rail spell R-E-L-L-E-R-E-L. Really real. Other than that, uh, I know you're listening to me from somewhere. So share this podcast. At this point, I'm tired of telling y'all where to listen to it from, and I'm telling you to share it. If you can't do nothing else throughout your week, throughout your day, throughout your month, throughout your fucking life, share this podcast with your friends, your family, and your foe. You know how it go. Anyway, make sure you stay tuned. This is an episode that I really didn't want to do, but I feel like I got to do it at this point. I didn't want to speak on it, but it's necessary to be spoken on. So I will speak on it. Make sure you stay tuned. We're keeping it real, really real. I'll All right, y'all, here we are. <laughs> We've made it. It is the end of October. Um, I haven't done an episode since September 29th. If you have not listened to that episode, feel free to do so. You are lacking, and I am not lacking. I'm not slacking. I'm literally uploading episodes and doing them uh, when necessary. Um, I'm allowing those other episodes to get the plays that they need. And for those who listen to me on a regular, consistent basis, even when I'm inconsistent, I really appreciate you. And I thank you for your patience. Um, Y'all know I won't do an episode unless there is something really necessary to speak on. And I think I've avoided this conversation long enough. Uh... I didn't really want to even give this nigga no fucking like shine. Like I didn't want to talk about food. Like y'all already know I'm talking about yay. I really didn't want to do this, but I, it seems like it seems like I've been I'm I'm in a fucking chokehold and I need to fucking speak my mind because I mean it's necessary. But um, I definitely want to appreciate everybody for listening to the podcast. Speak on everything that happened in the last episode. I went to homecoming Huntsville. It was fucking lit. I didn't get to give y'all a recap, but me and my cousins did it up. Um, They enjoyed Huntsville. Um, They enjoyed it. Everything we went to was seven minutes away. (laughs) It was a fucking amazing trip. I think we partied like never before. We had the Airbnb. It was lit. I mean, we had just a great time. Everything that we planned to do that weekend, we did. Um, There was one day that I missed that I really wish I would went to Black on Sunday. But I did go to Black on, I think, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday or Friday. One of the nights I was at Black more than once. But, yeah, man, we had a great time. So good of a time that we coming back next year. So, if I didn't see you this homecoming, please believe I'll be back next home. No, come. <laughs> Tug fat. I'll be back next homecoming so we can link up then. A lot of people I saw, a lot of people I didn't get to see. But I am grateful that we all had a good time to see everybody was able to celebrate in the city. And it was more than one thing to do. So definitely shouts out to A&M, Alabama A&M University, um, you know, the holy mecca. Um, it's not Alabama State, you know what I'm saying? It's Alabama A&M all day long. And uh, I think it's Classic Week, so, you know, R.I.P. to the Alabama State motherfuckers over there, <laughs> to the bumblebees and shit. You already know A&M going to hold it down in Birmingham this weekend. I wish I can go, but I'm pretty busy. So anyway, y'all. It was a great weekend in Huntsville. I love uh, Black Pride. I love HBCUs. We talked about that the last episode. 
and damn it, we love Beyonce, and I was able to listen to Beyonce that weekend, so I had a great time, <laughs> and I was pretty drunk and lost my voice for about three days, but it worked out. It worked itself out. Y'all can hear me just fine, can't y'all? Y'all can hear me just fine. So anyway, uh, topic trending topics going on the last couple of weeks. Kanye West. I do want to speak on him, but at the same time, I just want us to remind. I just want to remind us that um, you know, besides what's going on with Ye and his whole personal life and him being rich and being in rich business, um, you know, some people died. Some people died in my hometown of St. Louis, and I want to send some prayers out to everyone back home um, who is dealing with the aftermath and the trauma and the fears from the school shooting that happened at uh, Central VPA. My cousin used to go there. She is an alumni. So, um, you know, I definitely am praying for her and her friends and family and close ones and everyone there that had a student or family friend or whoever went to that school um, to the teacher that lost her life. Um, you know, we appreciate our educators. They mean a lot to a lot of people. They change a lot of lives. And I, I hate to hear that she went to work that day and she didn't come home. And, you know, she was a she was a mother of four, I believe. And she was a grandmother and she was a wife. And she was someone that was a pillar in her community and also at that school. So my condolences to her and her family and also the young lady who passed, um, a student who was only 15 years old. Her mom was planning her 16th, her sweet 16th birthday. And to lose a child when you send them off to someone where they should be safe is fucking trauma traumatic as fuck and and sad and you know it's it's mentally draining to know that you can send your kids off and then get a call that something fucking tragic has happened while they're in a place where they should be there to learn and i and i hate that um you know the media has not spoke about this more and i don't know it's because it's in st louis i don't know it's because it was at a you know in an urban area um, which is a very mixed school um, and diverse school but I don't know what it is but this hasn't gotten the national news as it should and then maybe because there wasn't a lot of casualties um, but also shouts out to the police I don't never send a shout out to the police or a kudos but hats off to the police St. Louis City Police and everyone involved there and as far as police officials in St. Louis who rushed to the scene who um, you pretty much went right into the building nothing that happened in Texas but went right into the building and was able to um, dissolve what was happening in the moment. And it, it didn't take them hours. Niggas wasn't grabbing hand sanitizers. Niggas, niggas wasn't on their phone. They literally went in and executed a plan to isolate this particular individual and, and pretty much handle that situation. I hope I can get his name wrong. Let me make sure, y'all. I know his name is Orlando. Let me just look it up. Young man, black young man, um, who, who really left somewhat of a manifesto not really but say orlando harris excuse me either way this individual was dealing with something very mental he was alone he left a note saying he was alone he never had a girlfriend he never had any family he never had any friends so that is definitely a display of mental health and and it was just you know something clicked in his head where he went into school that day even though he had already graduated and left that school and, and committed this crime and it's a sad tragic um situation and incident but i am praying for everyone that has had to deal with that and, are, and you know coping with that regardless if you are there or not you know st louis is home so it definitely um i definitely seen a lot of facebook status where people are really sad mentally and drained and worried and concerned so i'm praying for everyone out there and i'm praying for you and your family and yours um moving right along because that should be the comic the conversation right now at this very moment but honestly you know we're watching some heavy shit go on with yay right watching some heavy shit go on with yay and with that heavy shit comes a lot of 
backlash, a lot of opinions, a lot of difference of opinions, a lot of uh, power moves, and a lot of um, <laughs> it's it's just a lot. And and I say this um, to say honestly, I didn't want to speak about Ye, um, not because I got a beef with Ye, but because I'm sick of his ass. You know what I'm saying? Some things I feel like don't deserve acknowledgement and some things do so really this conversation isn't really about Kanye but this is about the things that have been said and the things that are being misconstrued and really just my personal opinion you know I got on Facebook today and the first thing I noticed was a bunch of Kanye or yay excuse me because he changed his name he said people don't respect him and his name changed but yay conversation about how he's a genius and then I see one says I say he's a dummy and you know, I see one status that say that's why he lost all his money. And then I see one status say this was all a part of the plan. This is what he meant to do. He's a fucking genius. And you guys are idiots. And if you don't know, Kanye is the fucking smartest person on this fucking earth. And everything he's doing is what he wanted to do. He wanted to be out of his contracts. Yeah, this is what he wanted. Okay. So while you guys are thinking that, uh, you know, this is all bad and he has to do this and that and the third, he actually planned all this out perfectly. You're just a dummy. And he's the genius. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I'm looking at this dumbass shit. And and I'm not here to, um, you know, discredit anybody's opinion because you're allowed to feel how the fuck you want to feel. And so am I. But I could give a fuck about any of the shit that's going on. I don't give a fuck about Gap, Balenciaga, fucking uh, Adidas, and whoever, TJ Maxx, whoever else decides to drop yay from deals and and, and things like that. Because that's a rich nigga problem. And I'm not a rich nigga. I'm an average nigga over here working a nine to five, paying my bills, trying to make sure I got enough money in my 401k, trying to see if I'm going to change my health care plan doing this open enrollment. Things that I just have to worry about as just a normal motherfucker who ain't rich like that but here's the thing regardless of what the fuck y'all talking about about yay being so motherfucking smart bitch i don't care about none of that shit this nigga has been very disrespectful to the black community and that's all i really care about i don't give a fuck if he trying to flip the switch and he trying to send a different message and you just not smart enough to understand bitch the message is clear this nigga wore a white lives matter shirt and next to candace owens a coon queen that I, I just definitely don't fuck with. And she's not even a queen. Let me just take that part off. A coon that I just don't fuck with. Since the very beginning, she's been um, negative towards the black community. She's spoken bad about us in public platforms. And she's used her platform to continue to speak bad about black people. And then Kanye has decided to team up with her over the last several years to continue this foolish rhetoric that has been very disturbing. And and, and it's like, here's how, here's how I look at it. I'm, I'm just an everyday nigga, right? And when I say this, I'm not saying like a nigga, like a man. I'm saying like a black person. I'm an everyday fucking nigga. And with me being an everyday fucking nigga, these motherfuckers on the fucking internet, these niggas that's in celebrity positions that get on fucking TV and, and fashion shows and wear shirts that say white lives matter and use their platform for the dumbass shit they're using it for i don't respect i don't i don't even take them as real people you want to know why because they would never step a day or a foot in anybody's hood and do that dumbass shit that they do at a balenciaga or at a runway fashion show in paris or whatever the fuck they were with that dumbass shit on they would never step up in the fucking hood with that shit on we right here in the atl ho we right here in the atl pull up to the east side or to the west side with that bullshit on and I promise you, it won't be the same response. Please pull up without your security, your crew, and all of them with that dumbass shirt on. And I would just like to see what that's about. See, I'm not here for playing games, okay? 
Kanye say, say, say what you mean and mean what you say. All right. And that shirt right there means exactly what that nigga meant to say. I'm addressing the shirt first because that was one of the first fucking things he did, you know, in, in a while when it comes down to black people. Besides that fucking MAGA hat and besides him saying that slavery was a fucking choice. Well, if y'all remember earlier this year, I did an interview about or I did a, a podcast and I said that, oh, Kanye ain't crazy. He did that in the third because I was trying to come back into a softer side of me. And remember that Jesus forgives all of us on a daily basis and God forgives us every fucking day. Excuse me, Lord. But at the end of the day, I was trying to show that I had a little bit of forgiveness in my heart for Kanye and just realizing that this nigga is mentally fucked up. Right. And trying to be I'm trying to be sympathetic. And I was trying to be empathetic towards him and his needs and what he's been through in his life. But at this point in time, Kanye has shown us more than once, more than twice, more than three times. He's not empathetic to his own fucking people. I don't give a fuck how much he try to use us to speak a message here and there. That nigga got a fucking problem. And I'm not going to stand by it. I don't give a fuck about nothing that's going on. Anti-Semitic. Whatever the fuck he done said about the Jews. Because we. I did hear him say this. We are the Jews. Black people. If you didn't know this. We are the true Jews. We are the true, true Jewish people. And I'm not going to go into debt about that. Because if you know. You know. If you don't. You need to get educated. But at the end of the day. Educated. Y'all. <laughs> you need to get educated. Shit. I'm getting mad. And so you got to preach and preach. And they start breaking up words. That's what's happening here. But goddamn me, let me tell you something. I'm not going to play with you with that White Lives Matter shit. And here's why. And here's my position. And either you can respect it or you can say, fuck it, bitch, you tripping. I was a part of a situation and a movement in Ferguson where we screamed Black Lives Matter. Before it was an organization, before these people got in these positions and began to collect money for this organization, Black Lives Matter was a statement. And what it was was a statement to the fact that, hey, we are here and we are not seen, but we're here to tell you that black lives matter. This was not a game for us. This was not a joke for us. This is not a twist for the fucking media. Even though we were in Ferguson and the media was putting out different lies and falsehoods about what happened in the streets of Ferguson. Bitch, don't play with me. Black lives matter originated back when Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman. And he wasn't, you know, convicted of his fucking murder. So really, that's when I first started seeing it. I was in L.A. during this time. And this is when I woke the fuck up during that Trayvon Martin situation from the 911 calls to the trial to everything in between. I was very invested in that situation because me being at the age I was, which is like 22, somewhere in there, I didn't know how bad it was for us. I knew about our history and what we learned in school and this and the third. But as far as like the killing and white people getting away with, I wasn't aware of it. I do apologize. I was doing 22 year old things. Right. But I came alert in those moments and I began to wear Trayvon Martin shirts and I began to wear my hood on my head as a statement. And I did begin to vocally express how I felt on social media platforms. And then I began to follow what was happening, listen to different podcasts. And because podcasts were going on back then, but it was through a YouTube version, right, of leaders on those fucking platforms talking about Trayvon Martin and talking about the white man and talking about how we are nothing so i begin to learn you know how society sees us so black lives matter began from there because we had to say then hey this young man's black life matter then ferguson happened right then freddie gray happened right then sandra bland happened right and before that there were kids that passed away tamir rice things like that began to happen where black people on the streets had to go out there and say black lives matter 
because people were ignoring it and people were white people white people in powerful positions politicians everything you think of police officials people running the courts and the systems they didn't recognize that black lives matter and even in 2022 they don't recognize that black lives matter white lives matter became a thing as a rebuttal to black people because black people can't dare say anything about themselves without a white man acknowledging themselves in the situation when it has nothing to do with them instead of seeing black lives matter as a moment to say we take accountability for our role in the destruction of what's happened in your lives and the pain and infliction we have caused upon you they took it and said your life matter but so does ours right but I don't know about any cops out here killing white folks. I'm not saying this never happened, right? But we're not seeing it to where they're not getting fucking justice. We're not seeing it plastered all over social media. We're not seeing it on the fucking news where someone that looks like them is getting killed. We don't see things like that. I actually have never seen nothing like that in my life, right? But Kanye West in 2022 gets on fucking um, the, uh, the uh, Drink Champs podcast, right, recently and says that, George Floyd was fucking praying for eight to nine minutes. Bitch, are you crazy? That is the first mistake. That don't sound like no genius to me. That sound like a dummy. First of all, you're speaking on the dead. I don't really care for people that speak on the dead. I don't, I don't care for that, right? Because at any point in time, you could be the dead. So why the fuck would you speak on a person that's not here? Number two, it's an insult to his fucking family and to his daughter. You have no respect, yay. You have no respect at all. You sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous even repeating that dumbass shit. And the fact that you know you have the power to say things and it could be twisted in any such a way, you shouldn't say certain things on your platform. You shouldn't use your 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 celebrityness, your status to do the things that you do, but you did them anyway. So this is why I can't be sitting by on Twitter. Yeah, Kanye's such a genius. He didn't want to be in his contracts. And, you know, he did what he had to do. He said the things and repeatedly said things because he wanted out. And he did it the smartest way possible. And he got out. I don't give a fuck about Kanye's contracts. Can it, can I, hello? <laughs> Hold on. Is this thing on? I don't give a fuck about Kanye's contracts, his deals with anybody. Why would I care? They don't have anything to do with me. Did Kanye give a fuck when the black community was, was begging him, literally begging him to stop his antics with Donald Trump? He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't care how that made us feel. He didn't care the same people that looked up to him and maybe even idolized him and supported him and spent bread with him and played his music and streamed it and college dropped out and was you know and supported everything he did no matter what he said george bush don't like black people <laughs> taylor i'm gonna let you finish but beyonce had we always supported all of his antics we stood by him when no one else would right and then he turns around and slaps us in the face during the election time during donald trump's whole term and then now, you still bumping your gums about a group of people, to, to be honest, that you can't even relate to no more. You so motherfucking rich in Hollywood that nigga, you ain't even a nigga no more. So you ain't got no reason to even be speaking on everyday niggas, everyday problems. Because one thing we do know is Kanye West would never be in a situation where a cop would have his knee on his fucking neck and he'd be crying for fucking help and begging for help and saying he can't breathe. And that being his last words. So I'm not going to play this fucking game with people who want to idolize Kanye West. Who want to approve Kanye West's words. Now what I will say, so that way y'all don't feel like I'm, I'm being biased, right? I will say, 
you see what the Jews, right, and what white people do. They come together and they stick together no matter what. Because what you're not going to do is you, you're going to fuck around and find out <laughs> that you're not going to play with us. And that's one thing that white people have always done. Hence, white lives matter. Because the black people was coming together, so now we got to come together. And we're not going to. We're not gonna shame any of our white, um, 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 uh, white, white, white motherfuckers that's like us. I'm, we're not gonna shame them. We just gonna keep it quiet and we're gonna stick together. They sticking together and they get rid of Kanye everywhere they can, dropping him like fucking flies, right? Dropping his ass like a fly. Cool, that's fine. But black people can't stop buying Yeezys. I stopped buying Yeezys in 2017 when the nigga made the fucking comments when he started working with Donald Trump. I was done. Nigga, fuck you. And fuck them fucking shoes. Do I still wear the ones I got? Of course. <laughs> They're a comfortable shoe. Cost me almost $300. Dead stock at one point in time. But am I buying them now? No. I don't own the fucking big ass flip flops for what? Shit. Nike $25 flip flops do me just fine. And Adidas be on sale for $19. So no, I don't buy Yeezys at all. I don't support anything that Yeezy does. Yay does. Nothing. I don't go to concerts anymore. Actually today a memory came up. I was at St. Pablo on this day. In 2016 in LA at the forum. Waited two and a half hours for that nigga to come out. He was two and a half hours late. That's how much of a celebrity that nigga is. He couldn't even be on time. Beyonce starts on fucking time, bitch. And she and she is way more powerful and, and way more of a um model celebrity than anybody that I've seen. But this nigga here, yay. And, and to be honest, this is one of them times back in 2016. This is when Ye started losing his fucking mind. Because on this show that I went to on this particular day, during that time, he was mad at the fucking DJ. He stopped the show, was going off. And then right after this show, he flew up to San Francisco. And that's where he had his breakdown. Right. And that's when they said he had bipolar disorder. They had to cancel the entire tour at this point. So I remember where Ye was back in 2016 on this day and what was happening and transpired. This was the this was the start of the breakdown of what the man we see today. Now, I'm not going to say that Ye is completely insane, but the nigga done lost his fucking marbles. And some of y'all done lost y'all marbles supporting the nigga. You can support him all you want, but I'm not going to support him publicly. You know what I'm saying? I've always said, let's not uh, go against black people publicly, but, but the nigga started it. So I'm here to finish this shit. This ain't the same Ye. Let that shit go. This is not the same nigga from college dropout. This is not the same nigga that said date black women. It ain't him. He went on to marry a white woman, have four kids with her, go through a divorce and still begging for her ass back while still disrespecting her family. Nigga retarded. I'm just saying. And I don't mean that in a literal sense. Y'all and I apologize if he was offended by that word. But what I'm saying, that nigga's stupid. And I ain't got time for the games and the rhetoric. Because when you start offending me and my people and you start talking about us in a bad way, I don't give a fuck what goes on in your life. Now, this may be a part of a greater plan that Kanye had, but I honestly don't give a fuck because nothing Adidas, Balenciaga, any of these other brands have done shit for me. I don't even shop at Gap. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Balenciaga, I, I can afford it here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's very spirit. <laughs> it's like Christmas holidays. all times. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even a part of my lifestyle. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and stand beside a man and defend a man that has gotten on the fucking on on the fucking TV and told everybody that George Floyd was was praying while he was fucking dying. I ain't got time, <laughs> y'all. Hold on, I got to roll. My, I got to I got to light my blunt because that type of shit right there got to make me get high. Cause I don't know what kind of weed. I don't know what kind of fitting all that nigga on 
what kind of fitting all the people on. Yeah, Kanye is so smart. Oh, man, fuck all that. Kanye is disrespectful. Period. And then I wake up today and this nigga and I already went on an interview and already apologized for the anti-Jewish comments that he made. He's already apologized. He's already saying, I'm sorry if I hurt the Jewish people with those words. I'm sorry that that was the effect that I had on them. Now, what's so interesting about his sorry is that he did not apologize to George Floyd's family. Nor has he apologized to the black people for all the things he's said. He did apologize one point in time for the slavery comments. I had to dig that motherfucking interview up. But you should have been apologizing for what you said about us, about our people, about our trauma, about his family's trauma, what they've had to live through. Would niggas be in an uproar if he got on there and said, yeah, Breonna Taylor, well, shit, it was a warrant. So bye, bye, bye. Would niggas feel okay with that? I mean, just be honest with me. What would it take for niggas to fall back and just let this nigga sink or swim? He don't need our help. Kanye don't need us. He don't need you on the internet taking up for him. He don't need you on the internet defending him. That's one grown ass man on his own. He don't need your fucking help. He's made his bed. Let him lay in it. Or let him rise the fuck up. Let's just see how it's going to go. And the reason why I wasn't going to speak about it because I don't know how this is going to go. And to be honest, I don't give a fuck. But what I do care about is my people. And put some respect on my people. Because had that been my family member, I'd be all over the motherfucking news. Because what you do, what you got going on is you got me and mine fucked up. So I'm not interested in these dumbass debates and these dumbass conversations about a nigga that's supposed to be such a genius, but he making dumbass decisions. Then people keep saying, I keep seeing dumbass comments like, why are they so mad about the Jewish comments and the, all the brands and labels are saying something about, and all the companies and corporations are saying something about the the uh, anti-Semitic comments, but they're not saying anything about what he said about George Floyd family because they don't give a fuck. They ain't never gave a fuck about us. Here's why they're able to stick together about the shit that they do care about. Niggas dropping like flies. These white folks is dropping like flies because you're talking about us now. George Floyd wasn't enough. That that alone lets you know they don't give a fuck about us. So stop asking dumbass questions about why. Why they ain't addressed the George Floyd. Because they don't give a fuck about us. And y'all know this shit. Crackers ain't never gave a fuck about us. Here's why Kanye as a black man ain't got no business. Talking about us. On these crackers media. The fuck? Mm. I need to get my blood because I'm being stressed out. <laughs> I don't want y'all to think I'm angry because I'm not. I am annoyed though. <laughs> <coughs> if you ain't choking, you ain't smoking. But I am annoyed though. And I got every right to be. You know what I'm saying? Because I was out there in the movement. I was out there in the streets. I know where Black Lives Matter came from. I'm annoyed with the people that took over the organization and stole all the money. You know what I'm saying? And buying houses and shit. Fuck them motherfuckers. I ain't never seen none of you hoes in Ferguson. Stop playing with me. Stop playing on my fucking top, ho. But then again, yay. Stop playing on our motherfucking top, nigga. It was black people first that got yay into the position that he's in. Right? Kanye West made a name because the black people was listening to him. He made an even bigger name because he kept going with the shit. 
right? And then white people started listening. But nigga, you ain't that fucking big to get knocked the fuck out for dumb ass shit. That's just how I feel. You just unreachable. Kanye untouchable. So nobody can reach out to him and say, hey nigga, shut the fuck up. Everybody around him is fucking yes men. Everybody around him is fucking minions. This nigga is on billionaire status, not anymore. But that was all about network. That had, had nothing to do with cash. That had nothing to do with what was in the bank. Niggas just was confused. Oh, he's not a billionaire anymore. Honestly, nigga, his network was about him being a billionaire. It was about him being at, like, that's what he was worth. Not that he actually had a billion fucking dollars. Come on, rock with me. And I ain't got time. But niggas got so much energy for defending Kanye. But nobody's defending George Floyd's family. Nobody's defending all the black people he's disrespected. That's the part. Huh, we already knew what the Jewish media was about when they did Nick Cannon. This ain't shit new. Yeah, you own Wildin' Out somewhat, but we own you, bitch. Just like that. Every time. Same goes with homophobic comments. Hey, you cool and all. But as soon as you say some shit like that, niggas over with. Because we own this shit. It's what we push. It's the same shit. When I was in Ferguson, they was lying saying that protesters were setting cars on fire. Niggas, let me tell y'all something. Niggas was not in Ferguson setting cars on fire. Okay. There is clear video, even during that time, where there was niggas in military uniform, because we did have military officials out there regulating for no fucking reason. A bunch of people screaming and shouting with fucking signs in their hand and marching like Martin Luther King. But there were people out there in military uniform setting shit on fire like cars at the auto zone, setting buildings on fire. Niggas wasn't out there setting no whole car lot of cars on fire. Come on now. Niggas only lighting up blunts. What is you talking about? And the media allowed y'all to believe that or allowed them to believe that. I don't know who believed it, but it was some dumb ass shit. So I know what the media is capable of. We knew what they were capable of. And, and like I said, Kanye may be doing this intentionally. If so, good for him. Okay. If this is what he wanted and this was his business strategy and he got out of those contracts without paying any lawyers or having to go through breaking a breach of contract with them. Fantastic. I am so thrilled that he was able to do that, but they ain't got shit to do with me. It ain't my concern. Some people just died in St. Louis going to fucking school and work. You think I give a fuck about what yay talking about? Do you think I care enough to defend yay? No, I don't. He got enough money to defend himself. You know what I'm saying? He sure don't get her defending you niggas. So why are you so gung-ho for the nigga? That's all I'm saying. Now, I don't know who the fuck I'm talking to. Now, one thing, this stupid ass mic got me fucked up. I'm trying to jump off this mic stand. I don't know who I'm talking to. But I would, I will tell you it's my own opinion. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If he come out with a different brand or he's able to go ahead and like come up from this because he has a greater plan in, in, in mind, that's fantastic for him. For him. Once again, that still don't have nothing to do with me. It don't have nothing to do with black people neither. So I don't know why we're concerned. I don't know why we're so interested in defending this man. <laughs> but I definitely had to come on here and speak about the idea that he did what I always hated that he does. He spoke on the behalf of white people when he wore that shirt. But here's the thing. The reason why White Lives Matter is such a controversial thing for me is because people still don't understand what it means when we say Black Lives Matter. 
it would be one thing if people weren't stuck on stupid. And the moment we said Black Lives Matter, people understood that it came from how the police treat us, how we die in the streets, how we're treated in the system and systematic racism and how uh, politics work against us, right? If everybody got that from the beginning, we wouldn't be here. But it is 2022, and there are still very, 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 <laughs> very many white people out there who believe because we say black lives matter, that their life doesn't matter. There are still white people out there that are comparing themselves to Black Lives Matter. We can say, hey, just because we say cancer lives matter doesn't mean that lupus lives doesn't matter. We're just saying that cancer lives matter. We can say that and they can say, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. But they don't say that. They actually rebuttal. So to them, you're saying that white lives don't matter. But white lives aren't the ones being killed in the street. White lives are not the people that are being over-policed. White lives are not the people that are getting sentenced for the crimes and the time that they, they actually need to do, right? A white boy could rape a girl in college and get away with it by getting probation for a year and a little bit of community service. A nigga can rape a girl, especially a white girl, and he's going to jail for probably the rest of his life. That's just facts. Let's just be honest about the fucked up ass system, right? So this is what we say when we say Black Lives Matter, but I don't have time to explain it to dummies who don't want to listen. So when Kanye West takes it upon his rich ass self to wear these shirts and then make other people wear these shirts and to advertise and then drop these fucking shirts off at Skid Row in Los Angeles, California, where there are tons of um, black and brown people who are homeless as a way to give them clothes. Bitch, you are disrespectful. You are disrespectful to the third power. Because why the fuck? Kanye didn't go down there and give them a bunch of Yeezys when he began his brand and when he got really big into Adidas after he left Nike. He didn't do that. He didn't go down there and take them a bunch of Gap shirts. He didn't do any of that. He went down there and took these homeless people that the system don't give a fuck about. Majority of them are veterans. Majority of them have mental illness that is going unaddressed. He took them some White Lives Matter shirts. I don't have time for antics and I don't have time for fucking games. This is not a genius to me. This is a troublemaker. This is a fucked up person. This is a mental crisis that I ain't got no sympathy for. Because the thing is, Kanye got enough money to get the help. He refuses to get the help. He won't even get the help for his own fucking kids. Like, nigga, you lost your wife and you got kids. What is wrong with you? I see Jay-Z make business moves behind closed doors and don't even really get to see it. We just get to see the outcome of other business moves. Jay-Z rapped about the NFL. He rapped about them in a bad way. You feel me? Not less than a year that nigga was on the NFL board. That nigga is a part of the NFL. He is bringing black culture to the Super Bowl. He is helping kick the door back in to get Colin Kaepernick back in. 
he's coming into rooms and sitting at tables with motherfuckers and he's he's making changes in a big way he is speaking on behalf of the black community and we don't even fucking know it he's moving in silence if there is a disagreement if he is selling his um his stock and his um his partnership and his percentage of his company of the company do say if he is doing that because that's what i'm hearing if that is what's happening he's doing it in private until that deal closes this shit that kanye doing you don't need to use black people for your whatever you you trying to do just gone with all that shit just leave us the fuck out of it that's just how i feel you've been forgot about us you know for years we had to watch pre-elections uh, pre-tours of donald trump speaking engagements where black protesters and black people were there and being escorted out by their hair it's deeper for me i get emotionally upset when i visibly have to see someone and to be honest let's just be honest anybody get hurt right and be treated unfairly but it puts a rage and a fire within my soul when i see my own people get treated unfairly and then for you to turn around and use your platform to side with this man i ain't got time yes rappers and all that used to idolize donald trump back in the day this is what kanye says right they did niggas didn't know he was like that he didn't call black people that are protesters thugs and hoodlums and shit he has went into the most countryest hit towns where he know these country bumpkins don't give a fuck about black people. And he been, he's encouraged them to continue their hate and to be very public about it. While I do appreciate him bringing forth and getting people out of their scariness to show who they truly are and how much of a racist they truly are. At the end of the day, he started something that cannot be reversed. I got so many hate comments, so many hate DMs, so many hate messages from white motherfuckers just because I was protesting with Mike Brown, or not with Mike Brown, before Mike Brown, because I was out in the streets, because I was saying the truth about what was happening to my people and what I was experiencing and what others around me were experiencing and what people were feeling. If people remember during that time of 2014, niggas was angry. Niggas was fed the fuck up niggas was sick niggas was going through it and having to go to work every fucking day and show face and save face and you on her playing with the shit nigga i owe you a slapping like i owe a cracker because you're doing cracker shit see i really didn't want to go this deep with it because this is really how i feel y'all this is really me. I get sick of it. I get sick of white people playing in my motherfucking face. But for a nigga to turn around and play in my face, nigga, you done lost your fucking mind with that coonery shit. I don't give a fuck how smart y'all think Kanye is. He got me fucked up. So what's next? What's next? Had our people did what they were supposed to do in the very beginning and stop supporting Kanye, the moment he said something about slavery, that should have been enough for you. 
or whoever. And some of you feel me and some of you don't. So I'm not talking to someone directly, y'all. Just so y'all know. But that should have been enough. That was enough for me. But I can't, I can't, I can't measure what other people do. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I'm gonna tell y'all it was enough for me. You know. Cause you done lost your rabbit ass mind. I'm already tired of seeing slave movies. I'm already tired of fucking like defending the idea that my ancestors had to go through hell to be here and you motherfuckers won't even give us our reparations. You motherfuckers still disrespecting us when it comes to the NFL and the NBA and whatever sports that's available. You think I'm your entertainment, bitch. You told me to shut up and dribble. Motherfuckers is getting off for killing us. Niggas with a gun making probably less than 40k a year, depending on where they at. Why do I know that type of shit? I used to want to be the police. <laughs> Can you believe it? I was going out for police tests, exams, fitness tests. I done did the written test. I done did the math. I done did all that. I done passed. I done failed. I done passed again. Wanted to be a cop. Wanted to work for LAPD. Trying that shit. Wanted to work for Los Angeles County uh, Sheriff Department. Tried that shit. Santa Monica Police Department. I tried that shit. That was what I wanted. I saw that as a career. But I wanted it in a way where I literally wanted to like help the community. Because when I was growing up, the police was around heavy some cool police and there was some fucked up police i had my, my own police experience with a police officer who 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 you know took advantage of me but that's neither here or there but i wanted to be the police because i wanted to work in the community i wanted to be around this my people i wanted to be there i wanted to be present and then i i hated the way black officers were where i was from because black officers and i'll give an example wellston police department <laughs> I went out one night in St. Louis in 2014. I don't know what happened when I got to the door, but there's a bunch of Wellston Police Department uh, officers there. And the officer said something to me, and I said something back, and he had a power trip, and he treated me like shit. And I could see, I'm, you know, I was a young stud, you know what I'm saying, fresh to death. And niggas be hating but that uniform and that badge made him disrespect me. I used to see officers when I would go out to a club called Qtopia in St. Louis, hood as fuck, officer at the door. Be mean to my male friends just because. What the fuck wrong with you, nigga? You mad at my nigga cause he, he young and he, and he fresh and he, he living his life and we in here having a good time and you having to work overtime after your police job at this fucking bar? So you tight, my nigga. Just be rough and aggressive and unpleasant for no reason. Then there was officers who cared about you. Who wanted the best for you. Who broke up the fights in high school. Who, who looked out for you. Who knew your parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I wanted to be that, you know. And I wanted to make good money. Shit, they made good money. If you wanted to work in uh, Santa Monica back then, that was 2011, 2012, around that time I was doing all that. 
you were starting off at 50k that's good back then because that means you going up the ladder you already probably if you were still doing it you probably 80 85 90 right now that's good money so i wanted to do that shit i saw it as a career because i didn't know what i wanted to do in my life and i figured that was what i wanted to do i was fit i was working out i was determined so when that shit didn't work out you know what i'm saying the ferguson shit happened a couple years later and that's when i got this passion for like damn the police fucked up you know what i'm saying like how they was treating us out there just as protesters you know what i'm saying like we just out here like no justice no peace you know what i'm saying and they out here laughing in your face they all white laughing in your face they fucking snorkeling they videotaping us antagonizing the protesters because we videotaping them because we got to have a videotape on you to so so in case you do something to me it's recorded but even the recording don't help <laughs> that's how fucked up our system is we can see a person die and, it, and the officer did everything that was not a part of their training and they will get off for killing that person just because they were the police and so we're seeing it so much now because now they know i get away with this shit if i make a mistake it is what it is if i don't make a mistake and i do it because i intentionally want to kill this person at the end of the day they'll believe that i did what i had to do because i was in fear for my life so when you walk around a white lives matter shirt you're pissing me off because it's deeper than you hell it's deeper than me it's us as a whole Back to Ferguson, that shit fucked me up. So I didn't want to be the police no more. I was out there saying, fuck the police, fuck 12, fuck this shit. I mean, tear gas you. It's like they started putting a curfew out. And it was kind of like, it was getting to the point of like, um, what's this shit called? Martial law. Like they was literally a talk because they was shutting us down for being in our neighborhood. <laughs> grew up i grew up in those neighborhoods frequent those chinamans frequent that area grandmother of the street cousin over here best friend daddy live right here like walk those neck take the bus over here like you telling me that i'm not allowed to walk around this fucking corner and go in literally like four four blocks and in, in circles you first you cut me off from just going all the way down the street then you make me walk in a fucking circle then you tell me when the fuck to go home because you're mad because we see or we know that he was shot in his back and y'all left him in the street for four plus hours and y'all disrespected his family and his life so we got to be punished because we're upset and we want answers and now we demanding justice so now you have prohibited us from going out this area. Then you put a curfew in place to say, hey, this shit got to be done by nine o'clock. Everybody got to go home. But eight o'clock come and you announce everyone must leave because y'all just tired of it. You send in helicopters and then before curfew, you release tear gas insane amount of tear gas i mean i don't i felt like and not to even exaggerate because i don't know what it feels like to be overseas in war or in afghanistan or wherever the fuck 
But for me, I felt like I was in a war zone. Scared of the very people that are meant to serve and protect. So when my fear came about, because I wasn't able to get away from the tear gas and I was feeling the effects of not being able to see, not being able to breathe, not being able to taste, coughing, unable to run. But as you're throwing the tear gas, you're shooting rubber bullets that hurt. That took a girl out in Ferguson. Are y'all listening to me? That could do real damage. You're expecting me to run through tear gas as you shoot rubber bullets at me. I will never forget the shit they did to us in Ferguson. I'll never forget the shit they did to people in any city where their protests happen. So that's why when Lil Baby came out with the, it's bigger than black and white. It's the problem with the whole way of life. Can't change overnight. Okay, when he came out with that shit, that shit was real talk. That nigga was talking real shit. You bleed like I bleed. What the fuck is y'all on? So Kanye can't just get out here wearing dumb shit, saying dumb shit. When niggas got real life PTSD fucking trauma from some shit like that. You nervous about your own kids being on the news. You worry about your own husband. Your own daddy, your own uncle, your own nephew being on the news because somebody killed them over a fucking expired tag. Or over the fact that that nigga didn't call him sir. Over an ego. Because they just letting anybody be a part of the fucking police force. So no, you can't be around here being ignorant. And think that I'm finna be on the internet talking about, well, he pretty, he a genius. No, he fucking not. It's disrespectful. I'm saying do what you do, bro. When it comes to your business, do what you do. Say what you say. That's fine. But when it comes to us, shut the fuck up. If you ain't here to denounce racism, you're not here to fucking bind out the enemy in the name of black people and all the shit we've been through. If you ain't here to speak the truth about what's happening, then shut the fuck up. Nigga being weird, dog. <laughs> Nigga being weird. <laughs> I don't even know why I had to go deep with y'all like that, but it really is what it is for me. That's what it's about for me. You disrespectful as fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I've seen a lot of shit happen that I'm just not interested in. You get what I'm saying? It's one thing to see it on social media. It's another thing to live it. To really live in that shit. To be in the midst of it. I always feel like I went I went home to St. Louis for that year and a half for a reason. And Ferguson was my reason. It gave me so much passion. But it also caused me so much pain. So I completely had to withdraw because it is true that I'm somewhat desensitized because they've made it that way. I've been exhausted with the feelings and the uneasiness of dealing with the police and dealing with white people because I've had encounters myself that make no sense. But all you can say it, it was a racial or a racist moment. It's the entitlement for me. It's the privilege for me. 
and what you did with that shirt was gave them privilege more privilege than they fucking needed i don't like motherfuckers that keep shit going like that just shut the fuck up please kanye save yourself or somebody dropped that nigga off in the fucking hood beat the fuck no, just <laughs> let me shut up let me shut up but for real though it's annoying me and i hate to even be like this but nigga shut up i'm sick of it i'm tired of seeing that shit man it's real it's people out here dying bro shut up like <laughs> like on god and like yeah you know i see the white power it's white power nigga they run this shit that's nothing new nigga they run everything why you think that it's legal to have fucking weed on the west coast in most states but then over here where the niggas at i'm in georgia bro this some bullshit we'll be the very last state on some on some real shit like it's it's becoming annoying you know what i'm saying like we in a in the in the same fucking country and just like that just just i can fly over and just smoke as much weed as i want <laughs> no problem just one flight come back to this and then it's like oh my gosh yes it's like shit fucked up bro everything is meant to be against us we have to work too hard to get to where we are so for you to be in your position running your fucking gums bumping your gums when there's everyday niggas out here living life trying to make it bitch i don't have time to play with you fighting on jobs for positions fighting for respect you know trying to um stay true to yourself trying to uh not fit in but having to fit in you know what i mean you you need to shut up you you've made it so shut up i'm sick of you crying like that's just it gemini weird all that yeah <laughs> this is how I feel. <laughs> no 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 hate against gemini's i love gemini's everybody in my life is like a gemini so gemini libra is all y'all mm -hmm. but anyway uh that's just where i met with it so i had to come over and say something because yeah i need y'all boy to shut up like and i'm like okay I agree with kanye in private like i don't know like <laughs> Cause you starting to hurt my asshole. Like I just said, just trying to say. People are like, yeah, but Kanye's smart. I'm like, bro, like, I don't know what 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 are we defining as smart nowadays? Like, because is he smart business wise? I would assume that this is his plan, but does it really matter to me? No, <laughs> it's not my life. What about we worry about our own shit, like our credit? you know paying off this like buying a home like things that would pertain to us you know what i'm saying like i could give a fuck about his adidas contract i really could only thing i care about is ivy park like <laughs> like you want to be honest yeah like keep it cute boo we, we don't really care as long as i still drop in ivy park maybe i'll see something i want i see that they're pretty much sold out right now but it's all good i didn't see anything on this line that i wanted so we're, we're good there and Kanye I ain't been fucking with you in a very long time because this is what I'm saying like even when the gospel album came out y'all I was like this just like mm. my spirit wasn't feeling it it's like I'm not holier than thou but there was nothing that came out of me listening to that album the one time that I did that made me just woo because I knew that something was going on in there that just whatever he was attempting to portray i don't know i'm not here to call out anybody's life or walk with god but it's very confusing so i just honestly don't know what the fuck is going on at this point and um i just wasn't that i wasn't that excited and and yeah so jesus is king though i definitely agree a couple of songs in there they sound great but did i feel the spirit was present no 
So, yeah, that's where I've been at all these years. <laughs> I'm just waiting on everybody else to catch the fuck up <laughs> or not. You know, it's good to be different. It's good to have a difference of opinions because it makes for great conversation. So I definitely have been hearing people what they say, and I do see both sides. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I do see both sides. I'm like, well, shit, he is probably making a big, you know, a great deal, right? He's he's uh, making some points. He's saying some things. He's uh, he's uh, ruffling some feathers. So I mean, I would assume he's he's on the money if this is what he wants to do, and we'll see what happens. But I, my my concern is what you say about black people and how you represent us. And you know what I'm saying? If you want a coon, just coon over there. But don't be yelling, Trevor Noah's a coon and you doing coonery shit. Like, shut up, boy. Somebody need to knock some sense into you and you ain't been around no real people in a long fucking time and that is the motherfucking problem. But whenever he ready to come back around full circle 360, hopefully, you know, I'll be here with open arms because, you know, just like black people are, we're forgiving. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But bruh, shut the fuck up. Appreciate it. Anyway. That was all I had for y'all. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna enjoy the rest of the day. Finish smoking this tree. You know how it be. You know, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. When you follow, make sure you get the bell notification. So when I drop, you get the notification. It's okay to go back and listen to an episode if you miss some pieces and this, that, and the third. If you haven't heard all of them, that's a good way to go back to get the streams going. But anyway, y'all know I drop when I drop. I want y'all to be safe. Remember, it's okay to have your own opinion, but I mean black lives do matter and they always gonna matter and you know everybody lives matter but at this point we're talking about black lives and until some shit change around this motherfucker which is gonna take a long time probably longer than you know i mean beyond me you get what i'm saying like i, I mean it is what it is but black lives do matter and i'm not gonna sit here and stand by the nigga wearing a white lives matter shirt so i'm good on that i'm not a i'm not a follower i'm a leader and i'm gonna lead myself in the right direction and I'm not going to be following no foolery and defending no foolery. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But check me out on Instagram. So underscore SEL. Keeping it real. Underscore really real. Uh, other than that, I love y'all. Be safe. Keep y'all head up. Praying for all the families once again. Praying for your sanity. Praying that you find peace. Praying that you talk to a friend. And hopefully next time we talk, it'll be some good news. Anyway, love y'all. Be safe.